using Bigfoot. Say. Last week, my opening dialogue spoke of the need of both physical and circumstantial evidence for a successful prosecution. Of course, this is not always true, and most of us have heard horror stories regarding wrongful prosecutions and years wasted in prison only be rectified, not that you ever can rectify such a travesty, no, you can't. by new evidence or better technology. And last week, the last sentence of my opening dialogue was this. Circumstances can point you to the person or people, but circumstances can also be unbelievably random in life. Most times, they are not. Circumstances play a heavy role in this week's podcast, so much so that they can evolve into conspiracy theories if you let them. Mm. This week, we will be discussing multiple murders that are very much related, but may not have been carried out by the same entities. You be the judge as we delve into what may be, for many... A short history lesson. <laughs> and the murders of Jeannie, Jeannie, Al, and Daphne Mills. On February 26, 1980, 40-year-old Jeannie Mills, formerly, formerly Deanna Myrtle, her husband, 51-year-old Al, formerly Elmer Myrtle. You can call him Al. <laughs> And their 15-year-old daughter, Daphine, was found, were found murdered at their house. Aww. They had been murdered execution style. Aww. Al was, fine, was found laying face down in their bedroom, shot in the back of the head. Jeannie was found in, on her back in an adjacent bedroom, bathroom, also shot in the head. Daphine had been shot twice in the head, but was still alive. Oh, jeez. She lived for two days, but was taken off of life support with no... Brain function was apparent. Poor baby. The Mills, 17-year-old son Eddie, was home at the time of the murders and was unharmed. Ooh. The bodies were discovered by a grandmother after 9 p.m. when she stopped by for a visit. The grandmother's discovery of the bodies was supposedly the first knowledge of the killings that Eddie had, who claimed to have been watching television and had heard nothing. What? Yes. Was it really loud? Well, it was four gunshots. No. The, the television? TV, yeah. I would imagine Was so. he watching like um like I, the A team? Dude, who knows? Okay. I'm just saying this. Or Magnum PI something with gunshots in it. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. Neighbors also reported hearing nothing that night. What? Although one neighbor thought he may have seen a a van leaving the area around the time of the killings. Oh. There was no fourth century and burglary was quickly ruled out as a motive. I have a question. Okay. If you have a silencer mm -hmm. and it's on your gun mm -hmm. and then the police look at it, they have the autopsy and they looked at the bullets, etc. right? Yeah. Forensics. Can they tell that the gun, the bullet went through a silencer? Well, that's a really good question. I don't know the answer to it. I don't know if silencers have rifling in them, oh. which are the spiral grooves yeah. inside that make the bullet spin when it comes out of a barrel, <laughs> thus giving it a better trajectory. Yeah. So, but if they did, 
they would never match the rifling of the original gun. So, oh. it, so it could be like a duplicate imprint where they yeah. could tell, or it could just change it all together. I'm very intrigued by this. But silencers on television aren't silencers in real life. <laughs> There's really no way to make a gun go. <laughs> you have to have a silencer that was like four feet long or something. Oh. Um, it just doesn't work that way. But, anyways. Okay, sorry. Um, so Jeannie and her owl had been members of the People's Temple. The People's Temple was a religious community started and led by Jim Jones, an Indianapolis-born preacher. Is that why they had new names? I'll get to that. Okay. Jones started the People's <laughs> Temple in the 1950s as an independent congregation, although he was not ordained until 1964. Jones aspired to create a society that was just an end poverty and racism. Even though Jones was white, he attracted a mostly black congregation, with 75 to 80% being black. Oh, really? Yes. Eventually, the People's Temple had congregations in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and established their famous agricultural settlement known as Jonestown in Guyana in 1974. Jones moved the People's Temple to Redwood Valley, Ukiah, California, in 1965, and it was there that Jeannie and Al joined in 1969. Jeannie and I were apparently trustworthy church members who eventually held the positions of the head of the temple's publications office for Jeannie, and Al was the church's official photographer. Jeannie and Al made the decision to leave the church in 1974 or 75 after watching their other daughter, Linda, who was then 16 years old, undergo a severe punishment. Oh, no. She was paddled with a wooden paddle 70-plus times in front of the <gasps> congregation for embracing a friend whom Jones had deemed a traitor to the people. Seventy times. Seventy plus. Yep. Were they hard? Yeah, hard? they were. They oh. were. He, he he was a sadistic individual. That's terrible. That poor baby. Yeah. When the formerly Myrtles left the church, they changed their names not because uh. they were trying to hide, but because. While they were members of the church, they had given Jones a power of attorney over them. Oh, jeez. In their real names. Oh, jeez. Jones was, after all, what we have come to associate with the term cult leader. Yeah. Like, he was the epitome. Yeah. He was controlling every aspect of People's Temple members' lives. What may have given the Mills cause for concern about their safety was when they started to speak out about the atrocity of Jones towards the church members. Ah. After leaving the church, Jeannie wrote a book entitled Six Years with God, Life Inside Reverend Jim Jones's People's oh, Temple. we should get <laughs> and she and Al started the Berkeley Human Freedom Center. Who? Sometime after Jeannie and Al. They sound so smart. Like, they sound like we're going to, you know, like do all this stuff and like fix things. Oh, and... they definitely knew there was a need. Yeah. Like, like there was an issue yeah. <laughs> and there was a need for other people. Yeah, that's very brave that way. Sometime I mean, after Jeannie and Al left the temple, an, uh, another former... People's Temple member Tim Stone <clears throat> and Jeannie and Al founded the Concerned Relatives of People's Temple Members, oh. which was meant to be a support group for families who had family members inside the People's Temple. Stone was also very outspoken about Jones and the People's Temple, and the three of them together would be the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. Jim Jones was a fan of communism and talent equality. Oh. 
he preached nothing wrong with equality. <laughs> he preached equality in all ways and lived by none of his preachings. Oh, not cool. <laughs> like, like most cult leaders. Like many a cult leader. So when you joined the cult, you were you were asked to, you know, give all your money and belongings to the people's temple. Yeah. Or sign them over, you know, if it was like a house or something. But the people's temple started off being very community oriented and creating programs for communities and, and doing projects. Which is and, cool. And Jim started to acquire some some backers uh, in the political community, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, different people who, some of them actually belong to the People's Temple. Wow. So he made everybody give over their money. Wow. He called himself both Father and God. Oh, see, that's kind of a sign. Uh-huh. Unless you're actually God. And, don't call yourself God. And... He preached that married couples weren't good. Like, he wanted everybody to... Oh, he didn't want people to just be married to... Did, did he want them to all swing? Basically. Yeah. You know, what he preached... With him? Let me tell the story, Oh, you woman. told me to talk more in this podcast. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so, so, basically... He said that married people shouldn't be sleeping together and that it was a sin oh, and stuff. To sleep together if you were married. Yes, if you were married or, or period. Oh. No, nobody in the commune was supposed to be that close to each other. Oh. You know, because he wanted everybody to be an individual. That he, It's easier to control individuals than a group of people, hmm. even if it's two, right? And this is the opposite of the Dalai Lama and Desmond. Exactly. Arch Desmond, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, which we talked about in Dogs Are Smarter Than People this week. So, Miss Jim Jones had a secretary who would arrange for for him to have sex with other people. Oh. Supposedly, she would call up somebody and say something like, Father hates to do this, but he's feeling this tremendous urge, and would you please come to his mm. office or room or whatever. And it was not only females, it was also male, men. Mm-hmm. So, and then they had these... they. They had these, um, they always, all of their stuff, he would gather as much of the congregation as possible together. Right. And he would do things like make people strip naked in front of the congregation. Oh. And then confess to their immor- immoral sins. Like oh homosexual acts or stuff like that. Because he knew that once he heard all those things, and it's like blackmail, right? Yes, but homosexual acts are not a... No, no, it didn't have to be that. Oh, my it could be. But that. to him, it was unless he was doing it. Sure. Oh. Yes. That's right. Oh. It's your typical cult leader, isn't oh, it? I don't know. I don't hang out with cult leaders. Actually. So he did indeed um, have sex with a lot of the women. Yeah. He actually used to complain regularly about being so tired because many of the women heard about his sexual proclivity oh, and came to see him yeah. at all hours of the day and night. Mm. But he also fathered quite a few children. Mm-hmm. And that's where Tim Stone comes in. Because Tim Stone had a child while he and his wife Grace were members of the People's Temple. Uh. The child's name was John. Yeah. And two weeks after John was born, Jim Jones made Stone sign an affidavit saying that he was his father. 
Saying Tim was the no, father? No, Jim okay. was his father. And Tim he probably and Jim was. Rimes. This is very confusing. And he probably was the father, actually. Okay. Um, now, Greystone left the People's Temple about a year before um, Tim did. For whatever reason, she was just disenchanted. And right. he, he wasn't at the time. John, the child, had already been sent down to Jonestown in Guyana. So when she left, she couldn't take him with her. Oh, no. So. That's so sad. As time goes on, and the mills and stone Uh begin to document the atrocities and help other people leaving the temple, they also begin to complain. Um, Stone fills out court work trying to get, he's constantly trying to get John back from Jim Jones. Ah. And... Uh, you know, consequently, Jones is constantly being served with paperwork for yeah. that, and and um, by this time, Jones is down in Jonesport. That's because he's basically hiding from the Everybody, government. Yeah, Every, anything that could be going wrong, because he's got all kinds of things going on in his life, like accusations of fraud <laughs> and investigations and stuff. And um, Mills, the Mills and Stone. And some other people, all related to the concerned relatives of the People's Temple group. Yeah. Um, they go visit this congressman named Leo Ryan. Yeah. And he was a California congressman. And he was apparently, even back then, a really good person as well as politician. Uh-huh. And he would do, he liked to see things for himself. Huh. Like he had himself checked into a prison for a couple of weeks. Oh, once. so he was like an investigator. When he was when he was investigating the conditions of the prison, he right. was an inmate for a couple of weeks. And no, you know, nobody knew who he was. Right. Um, Thankfully, so he, got out. he decided that he was going to go down to Jonestown uh-huh. and check out the conditions and and see what was going on and check in the John, Tim's son. So on November fifteenth. Leo Ryan and a bunch of other people, including Tim Stone and uh, another businessman named Sherwin Harris, they all flew down to Guyana. But a lot of them weren't allowed to go to Jonestown. Uh But Leo Ryan was with, and he went there with some press people, uh, reporters and photographers. And they did their visits, and they actually talked to people, and were like, hey, if you don't want to be here, you can come with us. You can leave with us. Oh. And there were a few defectors. And <laughs> on November 18th, uh, they were supposed to fly out. Right. And they had way more people now than they had come down with, so they had to get an extra plane. Oh. And they did. Both okay. planes were on the tarmac. Okay. And they were getting to board, okay. getting ready to board the planes. Some people were on the planes. And a dump truck came rolling down into the airport. Now, this is not like airports in America, typical to today, right? Number one, it's the late 70s, and it's in Guyana, so probably not much security here, probably even a fence around the airport. Yeah. The dump truck rolls in, it's full of people's temple members, uh, armed. Oh, no. With guns. Oh, nosy. And they start shooting at the Ryan group. (gasps) So Leo Ryan dies. Oh, my gosh. Three press people die. Oh, my gosh. And one of the defectors gets killed. Wow. Um, and the rest of the group makes it up safely, but 
a lot of injuries and stuff. Dude, that's wild. You know, there, there was a lot going on there. That's terrible. So this was like the afternoon of November 18th. Mm-hmm. So later on the afternoon of November 18th, there was a coded message sent from jo- Jonestown to the People's Temples. They had a house in Georgetown, which is the capital of Guyana. Yeah. Um, and the message was sent there. It says, some Jonestown residents have betrayed us. And Jones wanted them to, f- the faithful, to kill people's temples enemies. Oh. Then members in Georgetown and San Francisco, which totaled a couple hundred, should commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And wow. then, that afternoon, evening, is when the Georgetown murders slash suicides took right. place. That's why I said this is a history lesson for some, because I can't imagine a lot of younger people have even heard this story before. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But, um, so, it was the Purple Kool-Aid, if you remember. Well, some people will dispute that, but yes. D- dispute what? I have a friend who, who thinks a lot of that is wrong. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm just saying. Well, I've read a lot of stuff. And... <laughs> I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that there is some dispute. Well, what do they say? Like, they really hate when people say, hey, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Because I think it's just, like, really um, unkind and uncool about all the pain and suffering and That's not disputing the way that they died. I know. I know. And it wasn't all suicide. I know. That's part of of what makes them upset because... A lot of people assume it was all suicide. No, it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. A lot of people supposedly were injected with it if they refused to drink it or just shot. Yeah. But most of them willingly drank the purple Kool-Aid laced with cyanide and also a sleep aid. Um, but like I said, some people were shot yeah. as they, if they were trying to run away and some people were injected with the uh, lethal Kool-Aid. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. 909 people, 276 of what were children, died right there at Jonestown because of that. That's so terrible. So, uh, the total is 914 people if you include the Ryan party. Oh. So, it was up until 9-11 the biggest loss of American life, not related to like a war. Yeah. Did the the people who weren't there, who were told to commit... Commit suicide? Did they commit suicide? Well, I'll get to that. Oh, all right. Sorry. I'm waiting. So, <laughs> I was waiting for you to stop talking. Oh, don't you go there. Miss Remember me. I told you that Sherman Sherwin Harris, who was a businessman from the Bay Area, went on to the went with the Ryan party yeah. down to Guyana. The reason he went down there was because his, his ex-wife, his biological daughter, and his ex-wife's two children that weren't his were there oh. as people temp people's temple members and he had dinner with them um because he wasn't allowed to go uh-huh. but he had dinner with them that evening the 18th and, and he was really in good spirits because he enjoyed visiting his daughter and everything yeah and then he went back to his hotel uh-huh. and sometime later that evening uh, he had a knock on his door and it was somebody telling him that his ex-wife right. had stabbed to death <gasps> the two children. Oh my gosh! His daughter and herself. Oh my gosh! So that's indicative of receiving the coded message from Jonestown. Right. Wow. 
other than that, <clears throat> there's not anything about mass suicide in like San Francisco. Okay. Or the George, Georgetown residents. Um, so now we have a congressman that's been killed, right? Yes. So Which is a big deal. State Department wants to know what happened. So they enlist, of course, the FBI. Oh. And the FBI does their investigation. And one of the things they found at Jonestown was just a horde of, back then it was cassette tapes. Oh, really? <laughs> to record, because apparently Jim Jones recorded all the meetings and sermons he gave and everything. Oh, wow. So he went through them. And on that really great FBI vault website, yeah. there's transcripts. Oh, wow. And they're very condensed, unless they're kind of specific. And none of them are apparently, well, I didn't read all of them. None of the ones I saw have anything to do with Leo Ryan, the congressman, and killing him. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of them where he mentioned Tim Stone, the Millses, and other defectors and how they should be killed. Wow. And he he calls this revolutionary suicide, like people's (laughs) temples, members should kill the defectors and then kill themselves. Wow. He also killed the whole, called the whole Jonestown and that revolutionary sure. suicide. Wow. So, the Millses are cooperative with the FBI in their investigation into right. Ryan and, and they inf- they gave at least two interviews. Right. And tried to help them, I think, understand the People's Temple and stuff. And, um, but they could never tie the people's temple into their murders. Even though there was tons of rumors about the people's temple hit squads, which would be the revolutionary suicide. (laughs) You know what I mean? Suicide bomber type of scenario. Mindset. Um, But they could never tie that together. And so one of the things I haven't mentioned yet, because I, I saw it in a couple of newspaper articles, but it was just written in such a way that I didn't feel as if I could really justify saying it. But supposedly Eddie Mills, the son, yeah, who said he heard nothing, had gunpowder residue on his hands oh. um, the day of the murders. Huh. But they they never did anything with him. Okay. Apparently, there was no evidence. But on December 3rd of uh, 2005, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot longer, yeah. Wow. He'd been living in Japan the majority of this time since his parents' murders. And sister, yeah. Yes. But he returned from Japan. Yeah. On December 3rd. Yeah. In 2005 and was arrested. Oh. For murdering his parents. Oh, and sister. And sister. I'm sorry. I don't want her to get left out. But he was released on December 8th. For, oh my gosh. For lack of evidence, because they had apparently no new evidence. And it wasn't anything. enough. Right. Wow. And he went back to his wife and two children in Japan and has never been back. Oh, well, we can't blame him there. If he, if he didn't do it. Or even if he oh. did do it. <laughs> but that's the question. Yeah. Like, Would you hide more if you didn't do it or if you did do it? I don't I know. I don't know either. But the fact of the matter is Japan probably has extradition with the United States. Yeah, so. probably. <laughs> Um, there's no evidence either. So way. there's no closure at all. There is no closure at all. Only one person from the People's Temple was ever prosecuted. Yeah. And I didn't write his name down. Okay. And it, it's because he pretended to be a defector with the Ryan group. 
He was actually oh. on one of the airplanes oh. and had a gun, oh. but he was disarmed. He, he shot a couple of people. I don't think they died. I don't know that he killed anybody, but he was put in prison. I think he got charged with murder. Wow. And, but his sentence was really, it was like murder. He was sentenced to like life with possibility of parole after five years. Okay. Now he spent a lot of time in prison, but he is out now. Wow. Um, but he's the only person that's ever been charged with any murders or anything. Uh, probably mainly because most, I mean, most of, you know, Jim Jones and died yeah. <laughs> at Jonestown. And he's the one that really should have been perse- prosecuted and persecuted. But uh, <laughs> oh, That's a wild story. It's a really wild story. I didn't want to spend so much time on the details of Jonestown, but it's just... So sad. It's insanity. Literal insanity. Evil insanity. It makes me sad. So, I mean, who killed the Millses? Yeah. It could have been... Could have been Eddie. Could have been a Jonestown could hit have been squad. A hit squad. It could have been Eddie. Could have been something completely different. Now, Tim Stone went on to not be killed or harmed in any way. <laughs> and uh, uh, I can't could remember been... if he's still alive or not. I think he might be. Huh. But he lived a, you know, he was a professional life. Wow. And, uh, yeah. I wonder who did it. I don't know. It's so sad, though. It is. That poor grandmother. Yeah. Well, I it didn't say whose mother she was, yeah. so I don't know if it was Al's mom or Jeannie's mom. Yeah. But, yeah, that poor grandmother. Like, either way. To discover everybody shot like that. Yeah. And then, I wonder what her relationship was like with Eddie after that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Unless the grandmother did it. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Maybe she was a hardcore... People's Temple member. Maybe she was just like, I've had enough of all of you, man. <laughs> all of this crap. I only like my grandson. Oh, maybe. I've met grandmothers like that. Huh? I've met grandmothers like that. That's true. Uh, we're not saying that the grandmother did it. We have no clue who did it. No, we don't have any clue. We're not even We're not even going to lean one way or the other on this one. No. Because you can't without any physical evidence, right? Right. Like, was but there really circums- residue on circums- his hands or not? But circumstantially... I find it hard to believe you could be in a house and not hear th- four gunshots. No matter how loud the TV yeah, is. I don't know. Unless he was wearing like a pair of those, you know, those first generation like Bose headphones. Yeah, man. Giant things that cover your whole But ears. if the TV is super loud, they have a silencer on the weapon. Nobody else in the neighborhood heard it either. Right. And it's not like everybody else in the neighborhood is like, oh yeah, I heard four bangs. Which in our neighborhood, everybody would be saying, even if it wasn't true, probably. But like, <laughs> yeah, you I know, mean, that gives him a little more credibility. And if you, if you take our neighborhood as an example, I mean, it's um, what time of year did I say it was? It was February, so it's winter time, right? Yeah. So your windows are closed, probably. Yeah. If I fired off a couple rounds inside of our house with the windows closed. Uh-huh. There's a good chance nobody heard it. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, it could, it could be. Old Eddie could be totally innocent. Good job, baby. Thank you, love. Stay safe, everybody. That's right. Don't join any cults. No cults. Hey, thank you for listening to Dude No. 
Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And tell all your friends what a goofy couple has this podcast and how good it is to listen to. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Yes. Thank you.